Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the REC Podcast, brought to you by the REC Toycast. I am your host, Roman Chavez, and with me, as always, Eric Icaro. Eric, what's up? I cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you can cool. find us on Instagram at uh-huh. REC Podcast. You can follow myself at Roman REC Podcast. Mm-hmm. And you can follow yourself. Gulag underscore J underscore wheel that. Mm. Mm, minty. Yeah. Ooh, nice, nice. Mine's a little uh, porky. Um, porky. <laughs> probably should have brushed my teeth before we started this episode, uh, but I apologize. But hey, no smell of vision or smell audio. Um, how are you doing, man? I'm okay. Good. I'm yeah, hanging in yeah, there, homie. Yeah. I yeah. like your I like your sunglasses, huh? Yeah. It's changing it up today. Yeah, yeah. I borrowed them from your wife. <laughs> from, yeah. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> they were on the stairs. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Discarded. Uh, <laughs> Like so many things, um, oh man, I uh, I'm, I'm I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm feeling good though. Feeling. I'm, I'm gonna get loose and get some of this water. Uh, and our first bit of news and stuff oh, that we need to discuss what, what's going on? is uh, Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. says that he hopes that Love and Thunder is not his last Thor project. Whoa, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he even made a kind of a, a a joke and a paraphrasing. He says, you know, Thor's Thor's fifteen fifteen hundred years old. He's like, sure. that's way too young to retire. He's <laughs> like, I I would hope that Thor Eleven Thunder wouldn't be my last appearance as as the. I, I hope not either. So that's good. You know, we never. You know, there was always that kind of thought. Oh, with RDJ gone, Chris Evans gone, like oh, Love and Thunder. I think we were all kind of shocked that they were going to do Love and Thunder at all. Yes, and then that Thor was going to be in it. But yeah, he's. It, it sounds like he's still like down to clown. Okay, you know, <laughs> you know he's 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 in there. He's in there. So That's, I mean, what I'm excited like, about that. Was he just under the impression that it might be his last one? Like, was Marvel even hinting like, hey, this is probably Chris's last? Um, you know, I bet you he's gone. Or? I bet you he's gone quite a while without having uh, meaningful conversations about it, just because of COVID. And, sure. And because uh, I think the Love and Thunder just picked back up production. Okay. Um, I don't know if, if actors are out on set yet, but they, uh, uh, I was, I believe I saw that they, they said that production was back up. Okay. So, um, I think we all just kind of assumed like, oh, there's a new Thor. Lady I was Thor. under the impression that he was going to keep going, man. Oh, okay. I, I, I had no doubts. I thought he had another three movies in him. I, I think it's, uh, you know, two I, more, two more, two more after Blood or Love and Thunder. I think that it was, uh, implied though. Like, mm. I think, I think the general consensus is that. Hemsworth is going to be leaving, you know, putting okay. putting the hammer That's, down, you know, passing it to. You want me to put the hammer down? Yeah, <laughs> passing it to you know Natalie Portman. Sure. I mean, that's what it seemed like it was going. So well, I'm okay with that. Um, but he can still exist yeah. as Thor. He can still Odinson. be the yeah. yeah, with his uh, Jorn Borg. Yeah, Bjorn Bjorn Jorn Bjork Bjork. <laughs> Sickle? I don't know. It's a. Uh, I want that. Yeah, weapon. you want the Bjork sickle? Yeah, yeah dude, I love yeah, Bjork. It gives you the ability to uh, maul and maim paparazzi who are not leaving you alone. Um, the '90s kids. The '90s. Look it up on YouTube. It's funny. <laughs> Bjork beating up the pop. Yeah, she's insane. Dude, she lays it out. Yeah, she does. Uh, and then we also have another interesting rumor mm-hmm. where uh, it sounds like it's all but done. Like many outlets were reporting it, but it's still rumor that Tom Hardy is supposed to be picking up the role of James Bond. I like it. I, I'm I'm interested. I was kind of down with Idris doing it yeah, though. Um, yeah. I don't know what happened with that. I just I can't see that happening uh, yet. It's I thought just, there was real talk about that. There was there was real talk about it amongst the community. Like I think oh, I think okay. the community is ready for it, but I don't think uh, you know Ian Fleming's estate or MGM, you know whoever is producing the movie now. I don't think that they they are. Uh, 
um, ready to give to, a black man a license to kill <laughs> Jesus uh, to give you know just to like give up that moniker you know you're still you're you're not gonna get the boost you want without losing people like who would be upset about this I don't even know that they'd be upset but I think you know uh, uh, I think white people don't it's very rare that they don't have the character to um, to look to not, not look up to, but to see themselves in and to take a character that they, that they already identify with and then, and then turn it on its head. I don't think, I think that you'd, I think you'd lose. You'd really, yes, I do. I don't think that the, the boost would, 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 would affect, would, uh, balance it out. I think it would actually, um, hurt, you know, wow. think about, Man, dude, that's how blissfully ignorant I am to these kind of things. Dude, I mean, because that's, I, I just think he's a great actor. I think he'd do a good job. I, yeah, totally. But it's, it's, the, I, I'd rather have Idris over Tom. Yeah, uh, I'm. I, I want there to be a shakeup. I want there to be instead of your classic white guy James Bond. Give yeah. me, give me some, give me something else. You know, I was even a little down with the the Jane Bond. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and I mean that that's still you know whatever uh, whatever that is is still coming to fruition in November most likely. That that it seems like. It seems like more and more they wanted it to be a moniker. Something that I had heard on That's online. What I it was. Uh, some something that I had heard online was that uh, uh, Skyfall, mm-hmm. um, in, uh, that Skyfall was supposed to be like the retirement village for James Bonds. Right. Yes, and all of them were going great. to be there, but Connery was the only one Hold that out. like yeah that was like you know I'm not well, interested. Just give him, put his gravestone there, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, they were really gonna like set that up that hey James Bond is just like a title that we hand people yeah which I thought that's it's interesting what it was you know? especially since like M had been around you know as the same person through two different sure. you know mm-hmm. series um, and then not to mention the the other M's and Pennyworths or, or uh, Money Pennies that were um, in the other ones that were all consistent right you know? uh, so it's just but then it's weird because you have like Phoenix Slider who's clearly like was this white guy and now is this you know mixed dude so yeah, yeah. Uh, other some than that though, some kind of Spanish. Man, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that you get it. But here, follow me. And now that you said this, follow me, because uh, Tom Hardy. I know that there are people who think he's attractive, but I don't think he's a conventionally attractive man. Right. He seems more like the the man's man than like mm-hmm. oh, yeah. girls like swooning over. Right. So you kind of you kind of uh, uh, to for lack of a better term, like uglying up James Bond a little <laughs> bit in comparison to Daniel Craig. That's in right. I think you know, Daniel Craig was a good balance of the rugged and the handsome. Yes. You know, and whereas Tom Hardy is just full on BA beast mode. Yeah, just time, just beast you know? mode BA. I don't see but, but I don't yeah, I don't see I you know, I can see suave because in Inception he was a little suave. Sure. Um but I just I don't think he's like like I said, like he's not overtly handsome. Like you could say that 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 Daniel Craig is is hot. Like I think yeah, I, think I think that he's they're hot. Mm-hmm. And there I'm sure there are people who think that that Tom Hardy is hot, but I I I don't. It's not the conventional good looks. Right. So I want I just want him to do the Bane voice as so. But that that's how you set as Double O Seven. That's how you set up Idris Elba as a later one because they like this is like the buffer. Okay. This is going to be the buffer. Like, we're doing ugly yeah. white dude. We're going to do a, a a less attractive white guy than what we would normally mm-hmm. do, and then you know let's not pretend that that Idris isn't like. Dimey, dimey, man, dime. Man, dime. Uh, you know that's how you do it. You yeah, gotta yeah. soften the blow with like yeah, we'll get a less attractive dude, and yes. then you bring in the man, dime. Yes, like oh, return so, to form. Yeah, that that seems that seems like a Hollywood. That's the way to move. go. That seems like a Hollywood move to me. So. Would you want him to do the main voice though? Um, you know, I just I'll as, take it as James Bond because he's still kind of Connery-ish. You know, it is a little yeah. Um, James Sorry, that was more like Kenny. <laughs> I don't know, man. I uh, 
you know, it's still rumor at this mm-hmm. point, you know, anything could happen, but, uh, it's just weird that like Tom Hardy's who they're landing on. Right. Right. Um, I guess that there was some, the, uh, another rumors that Robert Pattinson was also up for this, this role, but I, I would kind of, he need to put some muscle on, but we said that about Batman. Yeah. No, and he was like, no, I'm going to wear mascara. You guys hey, man, are I'm down it. with the mascara yeah, bat. Yeah. Uh, I think that's great. Did you hear real, real quick rumor though? Did you hear that they want to cast Jim Carrey as an older Joker? No. Yeah. It's a complete rumor, yeah. but it's on it's on a few sites. Yeah. Yeah. Just they're looking, talking about. Yeah. They're looking to to cast him as an older either Arthur Fleck uh-huh. or just an older Joker. Gross. Uh, I, will, I mean, hard pass. Hard pass. You don't think he could do Joker? No, I think he could. I just don't care. Like okay. I'm, I'm tired of seeing. I'm. I'm. I'm I was a little baney right there. Yeah. <laughs> just don't care. I just don't care. <laughs> um, I'm. Uh, I don't know. I'm getting a little jokered out, if I must say, right. because I'm getting more misses than 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 hits mm-hmm. for me, and I get it's commercially successful. All you posers. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I i do not know. I. I'd, I'd like to see Jim Carrey kind of this look he's got right now with his beard and yes. kind of buzzed hair. Uh-huh. Like there's some. There's an interesting look to him. I don't know what he can play, but like he's got a cool look to him. I'm right. wondering if he's doing a role sure. or if he's just, you know, I mean, he lost his mind a while back. So, a long time, um, yeah. but he's doing this cool art though. It's pretty. I, pretty, I asked uh, him for a piece of art. Yeah. I'm hoping yeah. you, I, this was a week ago. I'm hoping yeah. he might give me a piece uh, of art. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I, he seems like the kind of guy that would like just, just do, it. do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah. He wants it. I'll yeah. give it to him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, you like this? Cool. Like, I'll give it to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh geez. I'll, I'll be, but I don't know. I just want to see what you thought about that, man. Um, I'm not, uh, you're just, you're just too many jokers. I, yeah, too many jokers. Car. Too many jokers in the clown car. You know, in, in DC Comics, we have the three Joker storyline going on. So, like when you said that, I was like, oh, it would be cool Maybe. if they did like a live action where he was like, uh, you know, you have him with the, you know, the Golden Age. Mm. You have Arthur Fleck, mm. and then you have um, um, uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars. <laughs> yeah. Leto. Uh-huh, Leto. Uh-huh. 30, you know, uh, Ten Seconds to Uranus. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's the name yeah. of the band, right? It, I'm telling you, it's just the name of the band. It takes longer to get to Mars. Okay. <laughs> Um, Eric, you had a funny and fun idea tonight, I did. And, I, and I was excited to uh, uh, to do this. So why don't you go ahead and lay it lay it on our? our I was our... yeah, oh yeah, lay it on lay it on the kids out here. I was uh, driving here to the studio, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Because uh, there was a cop. 180. Yeah, there was a cop behind me. Okay, okay. And I'm like, oh no, here we yeah, go. Yeah, but yeah, then I'm like, you grip the steering wheel a little, a little, little bit, tight. Yeah. butterflies. <laughs> and then um, I was just all you know, just stream of consciousness, like, oh, you know what's weird. Buddy cop movies. You know what else is more weird is people who kind of have no business being paired up together making magic. Looking right at the camera. Yes. And uh, so it got me thinking, what are, what, what are your favorite buddy cop movies? Like, that's kind of what, you know, I, I think this is a, a genre that lends itself to maybe podcasting in general. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's such a cool, uh, I, I think we can probably even expand on this idea maybe in mm-hmm. another episode, but yeah, just like, like buddy anything. Sure. But buddy cops are, is interesting, especially with the climate that we're in, because I don't know if mm-hmm. you've, if you've uh, heard that they were um, talking about how, you know, Hollywood really, uh, you know, makes, Cops, you know, we're all the good guys. Sure. And the cops are all, you know, right, right. And there was even talk about Brooklyn Nine Nine changing to like the format, yeah, to the format to be uh, firefighters. What? There was talk about it. Oh, I don't God, think that's, that's happening, stupid. but there was talk didn't. about it. You know, that was definitely in, in the heat right. of, of of earlier this year, and Ooh, the, uh, heat. the heat, <laughs> I like yeah, the heat. But uh, you know, I think love them or hate them, dislike <sighs> the movies or, or or not. 
I think everybody likes buddy cop movies. Everybody does. Because it's always like a, a pretty formulaic situation. Absolutely. Because it can be straight comedy or it can be a serious film with comedic tones. Yes. And uh, it plays off tension. Plays off tension, plays off, you know, what we are outside of, you know, we're cops here, but like we right. also have a relationship outside. Exactly. You know, we, we, we both have this, you know, the job, we're striving for the same thing at yeah. the job. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, maybe our methods are a little different. Okay. But yeah. then, you know, it, it takes you outside of the job and shows shows you why their methods are different. Yeah. And then why sometimes PB&J is just amazing. You make PB&J with these people. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. And um, I, I think the genre as a whole is, is just, it's just, I, I get as cliched as, yeah. as all hell at this point. Well, I mean, it's, it's the odd gun to death. Yeah, odd couple. It's the odd couple. Mm-hmm. One's usually the, the straight laced, buttoned down yeah. by the book. Um, the police street up. man. Yeah. And then, yeah, then we get the... Um, the uh, the crazy one, yeah, the wild card, the wild card, yeah. yeah, the one that plays by his own rules, yeah. unorthodox, yeah, you know, you know, a movie that I don't recall which yes. fits in here and is arguably the start of it is a mm-hmm. uh, Forty Eight Hours. Uh, yeah, in a way, uh, I, I would say that Lethal Weapon was before that, or am I a little crazy? I think I think Forty Eight Hours is before, but um, Let's check. I mean, we could do yeah, yeah, vet that real quick. But I can, you know, while I lay some history down. Um, I think it starts back with shows like Chips and Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, that's true. And uh, to your lesser extent, your Miami Vices. Which I mean, if you really think about this, I mean, aside, you know, kind of going into the eighties, these movies kind of just paired a white guy with a black guy by five years. Which one? Nineteen eighty-two is forty-eight hours. Wow, with Lethal Weapon Murphy, is eighty-seven. Wow. Yeah. So okay, so this is yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, de- definitely a deputized criminal yeah. played by Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. and grizzled old uh, police detective uh, yeah. played by Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, yeah. Who just always seems forever 52 to me. Dude, right. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Yeah, like how old is Nick Nolte? Right, like, right. like what, when, when he was in Tropic Thunder, I was like, you know, the hands are kind of an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, I mean, it's, it's the pairing of the cop and the, and the crook. Yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. And then I think they maybe expounded on that with – um, I let's just go, let's jump in. Yeah, L- L- Lethal Weapon, one of your favorites. Oh, hands down. I would say it's the quintessential buddy cop movie. Is there in my a opinion. is there a better four movies in a, in a, in a, in 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 an order? I don't uh, in think terms so. Of, in terms of a, a series, you know, no. even though Lethal Weapon three isn't as good as one, two, still or good. or uh, four. It's still really still good. Great. All of the stuff with the cop killer bullets right. and uh, the addition, which I didn't know I needed, but the addition of like uh, uh, Rene Russo, yeah. like uh-huh. really worked. Like having the strong female, yeah. who's like just tough enough to where like she could like like she could fight Riggs a little, but she's not like she wasn't overly pretty, right, right, right. You know, attainable. Like it felt very real for sure. You know, she felt it, like oh, you could be IA. Yeah, and her and her toughness was on. It was real too. It's like yeah, you can fight. But you're going to get overpowered. They, and they showed that pretty yes, realistically. I thought did. she was a good uh, middle point to Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah, she was almost a, the shark jumping you know, yeah, vehicle. Yeah, I think she was She was a little crazy like Riggs, but also by the book. Yeah, like, like She was crazy by the yeah. book, you know? <laughs> crazy by the book, you know? Because, you know, the I love the first one. You know, just Mel Gibson playing uh, Riggs and um, Danny Glover playing Murtaugh. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, you just... just uh, go watch it real quick. Yeah, all does, four of them. It just all, like you said, all four of them are great. They're really like if if there's a better four movies to watch in a row um, in terms of a series, mm-hmm. I don't know that it exists because right. you know Harry Potter, the closest. But that's a set that you know four is it? Oh, just so, the four. Yes. Okay. So gotcha. it's a okay. seven movie trilogy. Sure. Um, like Indiana Jones comes to mind, where it's just like not uh, Jurassic Parks before this 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 more recent one. Yeah. You know, like there were movies that were like oh. 
Right. Yeah. Like uh, the, these four aren't great as a, as a sure. Pirates of the Caribbean. There you go. You know, like there's yeah, a yeah. lot of uh, uh, of films that like just really drop the ball. Whereas I think while there's a low point, mm-hmm. it's not a miss. Yes. At least the Weapon Three. I think uh, the reason it has such a good structure is because it has the same director throughout. Uh, Richard Donner directing. So it has the matters. same feel. Yeah. The yeah. consistency mm-hmm. and again, this sets up the the paradigm as far as all buddy cop movies. Yeah. Straight laced meets streetwise. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's such a, it's just a great movie. Mel Gibson, whatever you think of him, the guy was on fire in these yeah. movies. I the, mean, Riggs the guy is such barely a has bad movies. He, he, right, his bad stuff is is, is almost it's more like post uh, breakdown. You right, know? right. Um, which that he still had some decent movies. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Uh, and, you know, real quick, you know, shout out to Joey Joe Joe Pesci. Yeah, Leo Getz, um, and the saxophone. Yeah, yeah. as the unofficial ca- uh, side character yeah. in that movie. Yeah, remember when they <laughs> cut a shark in Lethal Weapon Four? It was uh, the the was it. There's it was four. the fourth yeah, one. Was on yeah, the boat. yeah, yeah, that's on the right. Boat. Yeah, when they saved the Chinese people <laughs> from from the forefathers, you know. Yeah, Jet Li was in that one. Yeah, he was. That was our first kind of American. Yeah, you know, to Jet Li. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll have to do a Lethal Weapon. I think. We're gonna, oh episode. yeah, we need to bring the boys in. Uh, <laughs> Big Tuna and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this sets it up. This sets it up. This does set it up. Um, kind of a, a modern. T- well. A, a, Modern, but but still uh, early. Let's say two thousands right. twist is Rush Hour. Yes, you know again, uh, you have uh, not only uh, a straight laced guy from China, right? Uh, and but you have you know the fish out of water aspect. Yes, and again, there's three or four of those Rush Hour movies. Yeah, and one and two are okay. Pretty good. Yeah, not one, bad. one's great. One's amazing. Two is is all right. It's fine. Uh, the Don uh, Cheadle cameo is, is, is one of my favorites. I love so it. is uh um. Oh God, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy Piven. Yeah, he's Jeremy good Piven's that. like oh yeah, yeah, five seconds is so funny. He's a, he's the store um, yeah. yeah the retail yeah. person right he, he, yeah he's he's a he's like you got the high cheekbones and the mochaccino skin. Okay. He's like I'm thinking Croc skin Croc skin buttercream Croc skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I think it's it's such it, this is a good twist on it because it, it, you know the cop genre was getting a little stale at this point. Yes, and you know and I get people are going to always point out that the races are different, but yes. that, that's what makes these movies good is. Cultures are different. People it, are different. And that's is, why you're going to pair up different races. Exactly. You know? And you and I didn't even realize it, but you get out of the white guy, black guy. Exactly. You get international. Yes. You get, uh, a, you know, Jackie Chan was on top of the world at this, this point. point. This his was name, this his was, name was kind of was, uh, yeah, for sure. Chris, Chris Tucker. Yeah. Fast talking Chris Tucker yeah. in his probably most popular role. Probably. At this point. Yeah, at least, uh, you know, uh, which I can't even remember his name in the movie. I can't either. Yeah. Um, but I think he's, I think the movie's great. I haven't yeah. watched it in a while. Brett Ratner vehicle? Yeah, Brett Ratner vehicle. Yeah, I believe his intellectual property. Right, he's done all of them. Kind yep. of like the Richard, new Richard Donner here. There you go. Okay. And there is consistency. There in is there. consistency. Um, it's it's good, though. I, I enjoyed, uh, like I said, the first one's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you do get the tried and true cop, buddy cop nonsense. But it, like I said, you get the language barrier, which is funny. Yes. And in the second one, you get that. Classic scene where he thinks Chris Tucker's character is dead and he plays the uh, Puff Daddy song. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll be missing, missing you. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's such a it's such a cool moment. I loved it. Yeah. But, it but the first two are very, very yeah. fun. I didn't even get through the third one. I think one. it's in Paris. Paris. Ah, Rush right. Hour in Paris. Yeah. Paris. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one that you brought up yes. that I don't remember mm-hmm. well. Like, I remember the premise, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Turner and Hooch. Yes, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. And, Paired with and a Hooch. doggy. <laughs> and Hooch. Um, I remember parts of it. I definitely remember uh, when he's like, he like locks him in like the study and he just like mm. chews up everything. Yes. Like man, there was a time in 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 American history where 
you wanted your your second banana to be an animal. Yes, there was a point, and it's like Jesus, like and. To be fair, from what I remember, Tom Hanks pulled it off. He does. It's yeah. actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um, you know, again, it's kind of it's kind of silly. Um, I, I I think they've done the the buddy cop nonsense to death. At it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, let's do let's do a dog because I think yeah. Jim Belushi had done. A I was going to yeah, say K nine. Yeah, is the yeah. name of the movie where yeah. he's paired up with a German Shepherd, and I don't remember it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. It's Jim Belushi. Yeah. The wrong Belushi died. Hashtag. Oh jeez. <laughs> I mean, J- Jim deserves his his place, but yeah, in he, the grave. Oh my god. Oh my god. But yeah, again, but this it, turns the trope. You know, this yeah. is this is the jumping shark moment. Then for just the I would say genre. Be Goldberg's Theodore Rex is the jumping shark moment. Uh, okay. You remember remember I don't, Theodore Rex? Whoopi Goldberg is teamed with a talking tyrannosaurus, and they're both cops solving a murder. Are you? I'm Are dead. you making this up? Nope, nope. I have I mean, no will, idea I'm sure you'll pull about. up the poster. No, I'm not even going to look for this. Because <laughs> the, the audience is going to be like, oh, what the God. hell? Oh, God. All right. Theodore um, Yeah, but anyway, yeah. It, it it takes place in a world where dinosaurs evolved alongside of humans. And Whoopi Goldberg. Legit. And the story behind that was Whoopi had another contract. One more movie to do with the studio. Like, she was obligated to do it. And they picked because she kept turning roles down, and they're like, "Okay, if you don't take this next one, we're going to sue you." And they gave her the script of Theodore Rex, so she had to say yes to oh it. Oh my god! And let me tell you, you can tell she does not want to be there. Oh my god! So, you know, she she's in a great buddy cop comedy mm-hmm. as well. Uh, National Lampoon's Loaded mm-hmm. Weapon One. Loaded it's Weapon spoof. One is the perfect spoof for the genre. Absolutely, it's it's. Uh, not too far after it was kind of like okay we've kind of got our peak lethal weapon 4 hasn't come out yet yeah, yeah, yeah. die hard 3 exists i think yes. maybe i think it's same year yeah so sure, you yeah. have a uh, uh which is hilarious uh <laughs> well, you, bruce willis has a cameo yeah in there. bruce willis has a cameo obviously uh uh jesus yeah. <laughs> sam jackson um and that movie is the perfect uh just kind of rip on the genre oh for sure it almost i think I'm trying to think of like the jokes that don't hit for me. I can't think of a joke that doesn't this, hit. When this came out, and I would say arguably is still in my top ten as yeah. far as just it, just laugh at it. It works in the, in the they in don't the buddy make comedy spoof thing. movies like this anymore. The movie the jokes were pretty they're smart. smart. They're so smart, and that and it actually tells a story. Yes, yeah. You know like there's I mean? like there's, like a there's story a really there. good story in that. movie. Yeah, and it's got it's, great actors. And Tim Curry just kills it as as Mr. Jigsaw. Yes, <laughs> like and, and Tom um, Bill I'm, Shatner's in there. Yeah. It's Emilio Estevez and Sam Jackson. Oh, they're great that together. That worked so well. It did. It worked so well. I'm bummed I didn't, we never got to see that again. Yeah, for sure. I could have used a loaded weapon too. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's too many good jokes in there to go, but uh, John Lovitz cracks me up oh, in there. God, yeah. The Squealer's Hotel. Yeah. These matches say you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, shoot him. Shoot him. Shoot him. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's it's such a good movie and so many people haven't seen it but the people who have they know it. yeah go watch loaded weapon yeah. one you will not regret it even dennis leary is great in this <laughs> i'm gonna drop a bomb on you though yeah go ahead. okay i'm gonna tell you what i think is a perfect buddy cop movie okay okay it was only one film yes uh, it's definitely in the universe of, of Lethal Weapon, uh-huh. and it's Tango and Cash. Dude, I would not argue with you. Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell. Absolutely. Kurt Russell as Riggs. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Sylvester Stallone as Danny Glover. As, as Murtaugh. As yeah, Murtaugh. Absolutely. It's, it's the craziest ripoff. It is it is uh, uh, New Coke, but it but it works. Yes. You know, it's like it's the same packaging. Like, literally, the like, Kurt Russell looks like Riggs. Riggs. Like, he looks exactly like Which him. I think he was up for the role at one point. 
he could have so done I it. So I think they were, he was like, oh yeah, I'll just do this. Yeah, I'm just going to do this again. Yeah. Uh, and I just, it was just like, hey, we got to push it a little bit. But like the villain was cool. Yes. Uh, but it still felt like um, the uh, uh, South Africans a little. A little bit. You know? Um, and it, I think that actually pretty interesting premise. Very interesting Like premise. they kind of get um, incriminated in a, in a murder, mm-hmm. if I'm not correct. And yeah. They have to solve that murder that they're accused from, of. From inside prison. Yeah. And the Which escape, is great. The, the escape, escape was from cool. prison is so awesome. Yeah. Oh, I forgot how underrated dude, this movie it's was, so dude. Good. I love this it's, movie. It's so good. I need a, I need a Tango and Cash anniversary edition. It, me too. Like, I want more of the shower scene. <laughs> And that was probably Stallone's dimiest. Yes, I think. He I think great. Yeah, he was like he was coming off Cobra. Yeah, so he was still shredded. Yeah, yeah. He, his face wasn't like crazier than it is now because right now it looks like it's a roadmap of pain. Just... It looks bad. It looks bad. <laughs> like you could like a you know a blind person. There's there, there's instructions Just, there. Yeah, but... <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's such a cash movie. is so it's fun. Underrated. Kurt Russell's like pistol, where it's like. It's like got like a, a scope on it. Yeah, it's like, for some odd reason. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not the, the laser sight like Riggs. Yeah, yeah. It's got a legit scope where he's. Yeah, it's it's so bananas. <laughs> he just holds the pistol like this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like on the ground like a sniper, <laughs> like one of those. Oh my god! I think it's oh yeah. That's that is a complete underrated one for me, man. I, I love it. I would even say another spoof on it though. Uh, on the genre was Twenty One Drum Street. Twenty One Jump Street. I would say that's a spoof on the Buddy Cop. It it genre. definitely is, and obviously for, ba- based off of the the TV show mm-hmm. that was that was a serious TV show. Yes, per se with uh, Johnny Depp, jo- Johnny Depp, and, and uh, uh, Gre- Greco, <laughs> Richard Greco. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. uh, um, yeah. That was that's probably the best comedic one we've had in a long time. Right. Like I enjoy it more than Rush Hour, mm-hmm. um, even though Rush Hour has great action. Sure, um, I just. I don't know. Channing Tatum was kind of made for comedy. I think he was. I think he he just works really well. Mm-hmm. And then you know, again, you're you're kind of going adjacent to the trope where you're putting them as as just like, hey, you guys aren't normally detectives, but right. we need you because you look younger, totally. even though you don't look younger. You no. know, which is a great joke throughout throughout the it, it, totally. both films. Uh, yeah. Um. You get the uh, and you get the captain, the loud captain being Ice Cube, right? Which it's, is awesome. Yeah, it's the same thing, but like from Ice Cube. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and the greatest line in both movies is when uh, uh Jonah Hill is like held hostage in the yeah. second one, and 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 uh, Ice Cube's like, I don't have a I don't have a clean shot. And he's like, well, don't take it. He's like, well, maybe I'll take a dirty shot. <laughs> <laughs> because, as we know, spoilers, Jonah Hill's character had made sweet love to Ice Cube's daughter. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, I think that that, that one really uh, – man, there's like a whole other well, I would genre say, I would of say, comedy. Yeah, I was about to say, Caddy yeah. Corner to 21 Jump Street was the other guys. Yeah. Which is kind of a pseudo-parody on the genre. I don't like it. Which you don't care for. Yeah, don't uh, care Adam for. McKay directed Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. For me – Make a good duo. I love this movie. There was there was there was parts of it that I liked for sure, sure but as a whole, I'm I'm not watching the other guys again. Really? But there were yeah, I just I don't He's know. not a Will Ferrell fan for the for the kids out there. He yeah. likes him in things. In things, but like I feel like he's got way more misses than hits for me. Okay. Um But I love the other Steve Coogan kills Steve it in this movie, there. dude. Uh, uh Michael Keaton steals Michael, the show. Oh god. Michael oh, Keaton steals the show. He does steal the show. Um TLC references. It's left and right. Working at Bed Bath and Beyond yeah. <laughs> like, because he has to, even though he's a captain. Because uh, his son's in college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does he say? Where you gonna? Uh, he's like he could uh, go to school for liberal arts and uh, explore his bisexuality and uh, become a DJ. Yeah. 
yeah yeah uh keaton's the best part of that movie um but you know there, there was funny stuff dirty mike and the boys dirty mike funny. and the boys yeah uh which i think is adam mckay the soup kitchen yeah, yeah that is adam soup mckay kitchen. oh my gosh yes you're right that is uh i Gator. think for most people gators ladies better be wearing jimmies okay <laughs> um i think i yeah you're right i think for most people that would be Probably better than Twenty One Jump Street. Sure, but I, I, you know, Twenty One Jump Street it. was you a. I expected well, I other guys to be good, and and I didn't care for it. I right. didn't expect Twenty One Jump Street, and I got two movies. I yeah, really liked and you enjoyed them, I, yeah, which I, really I did, did too. They're they're yeah. fine. They're 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 up there. Um, let I, me see. I mean, it's such an interesting genre because we can go to the dramatic territory with mm-hmm. this too, which I think going harkening back, Lethal Weapon tote the line. It did fun and dramatic. I mean, it there were scenes fun, in there not funny. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I like mean, maybe it doesn't fit the, but it was still buddy cop, but it's just not a comedy. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think the first one definitely more dramatic because mm-hmm. you're dealing with Riggs trying to kill himself, like legit. Yeah. That scene where he's in his trailer about to shoot his, shoot himself yeah. is sad. Yeah. You know, because his wife's dead. Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> and um and then uh you know then you get the lighting it up you know, they light it up and Dude, she didn't know. die man she left you when well, she's dead to me. me. <laughs> And then, and then in the second one, you find out, you know, she wasn't in a car accident. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Remember the. Oh, South yeah. They, they killed her. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot Riggs? about that. Martin Riggs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And uh, that, that, that cute Von Hagendas chick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Von Hagendas. Von Dendas. Uh, she was hot, dude. God, dude, Lethal Weapon too. You got a lot of uh, Mel, Mel Gibson buns shot in there. There's a lot of, like, Mel His Gibson buns. buns. Yeah, and he had, but he had a good body. He did. He had a good body. But um, t- turning it real quick, I, I know we. Training Day to me is not necessarily a buddy cop, but no. it kind of is. It's not because they weren't friends out, even a little they, bit. They, you know, but it was sort of like the, the they all start out that way. They all start out not liking each other, so it, may, it gave the impression that these two are that it might go that it way. might go that and way. Then it's like no, nah, and then it goes it's not about to get that real. way. It does. Wow. But um, there's and of course then we get uh, first watch with Michael Pena and Jake Gyllenhaal, which is <laughs> okay. Which is a, a a very dramatic take on the genre. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's funny moments, mm-hmm. but it's just very sad. It's yeah. a very sad and real movie. It's like shot from actual body cams and stuff like that. It's great. Well, there's a... I don't... I mean, it's not buddy cop per se, mm-hmm. but it's our boy uh, and nice guys. It's not, it's, this this was my uh, coup de grace here. Because these are, this these is are, the one these I are was private waiting. eyes, though. Yes. They're, they're not, I'm going to say that it's a buddy cop. I, I, they work I, on the side of the law. I think I think it's 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 in the vein, mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. Yeah. And this was going to be the one I say, because this is my all-time. Shane Black, f- Shane Black again. Lethal Weapon. Yep. Uh, writing credit, I believe, for yeah, I don't one and two. Yeah, directed it. Nope. Yeah, uh, just writing credit yeah. for one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, my God. I, I This movie is so underrated. Probably won't get a sequel. Which, which is to me is very. I, d- I don't know sad. that you need it. I don't. I, I, I'd like to I see those characters again. One. But for me, it, it's in the vein of, of uh, Tango and Cash, where it's like, hey, we we told a really right. strong story. Sure. But for me, the the story for for uh, the for Nice Guys isn't great, but the cast is it's just so too good. good. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, the dialogue's too amazing. Yeah, they just it, Russell Crowe. And uh, right, uh, Ryan Gosling just kill are it. so good. That bathroom stall scene is like is. I mean that that deserved way more love than it got. Oh, for sure! It's so funny. Like, I wonder how many times they had to shoot. Oh that, god, or if I he know. just nailed it. Oh, oof! Yeah. You'd have to nail just, that first the time. Door you're closing not gonna... and dropping the cigarette. <laughs> it was so funny. Even I mean, I love how they like put realism into this movie where he tries to punch out the window. Yeah, and he cuts himself. Yeah. that's how. It, that's what <gasps> would happen. <gasps> Yeah, dude, that movie. Yeah, this, I, I this need to movie, rewatch that. Yeah, it's so amazing, and it doesn't get the love it deserves. Now, I will say. 
it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Sure. Because I like I do think that the premise is flimsy. I don't even actually remember it. That's right. what I'm talking. But those two were so good together. I don't want to spoil it, but it, I mean it's an interesting. It is dated, but I think what yeah, saves this movie and granted it does take place in the seventies, but the the premise itself is very dated. But um, what saves it are the moments. Yeah. Um. Again, Shane Black not very great at concepts not a yeah. very conceptual dude but mm-hmm. he's a moments guy yeah like the moment where um russell crowe has to kill that guy and um ryan's gosling's character is there mm-hmm. and she doesn't see it but he lies to her mm-hmm. he's like did you kill him? no no he just died and uh, has to make that moral call yeah. whether to tell her which i think that would come up in the second one if they did a second one but yeah god i i for, I, I need to rewatch it again too because I, I forgot how much i love that one man yeah. you know but uh yeah god other nice guys love it l- 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 love it or leave it l- you know i'd love it i love it um i think we need to reach across the pond though i think we need to to give <laughs> to give uh, a certain movie it's due uh because it's again turns that trope and that's what makes these kind of stand out yes. but it's edgar wright's hot fuzz yes um part of the cornetto cornetto anthology or trilogy whatever chronicles? they call it chronicles <laughs> it might be chronicles cuz i think there's more than 3 um and we have this that's literally, you know, it's meta. It's playing yeah, off that trope. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, like staying on it. But we get these two actors that we were like yeah. in, in, in uh, Nick, Frost, Nick Frost and Simon, Simon Pegg. Pegg. And it was cool because it gave Simon Pegg a chance to be badass. Yes. Uh, where Absolutely. He was, Which where I didn't he think he big... could play it. No. And he really did. Like, Plays it's it off. Something. It, is, I just know his last name's Angel. Axel? Axel Angel is that? It, no, I thought that his last uh, name was Axel. Is it? Or maybe I'm just being crazy. Maybe I'm thinking of Axel Foley. Once Could you be. once you vet that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, big city cop, but causes a lot of uh, uh, cost to the what are they called? Constables, uh, Scotland yeah, Yard, yeah, or whatever. Bobbies, Bobbies, and uh, so they 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 put him on a on a chill assignment. But he was like a big city cop yeah. now in the, in this small town where some shenanigans are, are going down, where the the town is kind of running. Uh, certain people in the town are kind of running stuff, and he's stumbling upon it. But he kind of gets a uh, not- Nicholas Angel. Nicholas Angel. Okay. Um, I must have been thinking of Axel Foley Axel from Foley. Uh, B- uh, Beverly Foley, <laughs> B- Beverly Hills Cop, right? Yes, yeah. indeed. So weird. I don't know. I haven't seen Beverly Hills Cop since the eighties. Oh, okay. And I don't know why. I, I, probably because of Forty Eight Hours. But um, yeah, you have this. You know the the kind of lame cop in this small town, right? To helping out the big city cop, but right. using what he knows from action from movies. action movies. Yeah, buddy cop movies. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's so genius. Fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I love the every reference they make with him shooting the gun up in the air, going, mm-hmm. nah! "Yeah, you ever fired your gun wildly in the air while saying ah?" He's like, "No, no, I haven't." Oh my gosh! And when Simon Pegg is jumping those fences, and he's like doing the flip oh, yeah. as he gets late, like more down there. I mean, it's it's the weird. It's a very strange. It's British. Con- yes, it's very yeah, British. Yeah, it's the British version of an action, and, movie. and I love it. You know, again, that's kind of the. Modern day British humor when people say, "Oh, that's so British," that's what they're referring mm-hmm. to. It is, um, oh my! I just the directors, I just Edgar Wright, Edgar yeah. Wright, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they're referring to these days. Is yeah. that that type of humor, mm-hmm. meta meets uh, silliness, yeah, which zaniness, is, which, which was br- brilliant. Which is why his Scott Pilgrim resonates so well with me because it is. 
because it's a great movie, Eric. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Maybe you maybe you were in a bad mood. You need maybe to give I was. it like let's watch it together. Let's watch yeah. it together. Yeah, we're we'll gonna hold get hands, this. We'll get some popcorn, get oh, some yeah. wings. I'd love some wings. Listen, you know? I, I want wings. <laughs> Do you is there one you don't like? Like I, I'm not a bad boys fan. I'm not a bad boys fan. Which I think because and it's weird because I actually when when you watch especially Bad Boys One, which mm-hmm. everybody loves, and I just It's okay. It's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Um I like both I like both characters. Right. I just don't like them together for some reason. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work for me, for me either. No. Yeah, uh, having it's a it's hard. It's like you're getting two guys that are going ten. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard for me to. I actually think Martin Lawrence does a fine job of it, considering it wasn't. I never expected to see him be the straight man, right? And young. Let's be real. Like the first Bad Boys, he's younger. He's really young. and he's doing a good job of playing something that I couldn't see him playing. Playing the Murtaugh. Yeah, playing. Yeah, playing yeah. the Murtaugh, the Family Guy. Right. And you know. I like Mike Lowry, but I, I like that. Like I would watch a Mike Lowry movie. Right. I don't. I wouldn't watch a. I don't even remember Martin Lawrence's character's name. But I wouldn't watch a movie on his character at all. No. But together they just they don't work. And it, I don't know if you saw the third one. It was for I, me. It doesn't yeah, work. That came out recently. Correct? Yeah. Last well. Year. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah, we no, were in the old studio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Might have been in like January, actually. Oh, God. Yeah, it might have been wow. January. Yes, it feels like a, a million years ago. I'm going to tell you an underrated one. Money Train. With Woody uh, Harrelson, Woody Harrelson and, and Wesley Snipes. With, with White Men Can't Jump? Yeah. <laughs> with White Men Can't Jump uh, on a train as with, cops. With uh, J-Lo? Yes. Very young J-Lo. Yeah. Very young J-Lo. That is not bad. Yeah. Don't they like, uh, they, don't they, aren't they like, don't they escort like money? Yes. Like, like they're the, yes. they're not actually cops No, they per are. Se. They are oh, they are. Officers. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, it's an underrated one because it's so '90s. It's a total it's '90s so movie. 90s. It's um, but it, it's underrated. Yeah. It's definitely one people when you think buddy cop movie, you don't mm-hmm. think of uh, no, Money Train. I did you know? not. I did not. It did not come to mind. Yeah, but it's, now all I can think about is White Men Can't Jump, which so. <laughs> which you know deserves its place. It I think it does its place because it's, it's true. Yeah, this was an interesting uh, mm-hmm. uh, topic. W- what made you? What made you decide to come up with this one? Uh, like, honestly, it's. I think it pertains to uh, friendships in general. It does. It does. And 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 I would say a lot of podcasting because mm-hmm. you you it's it's the mixing of characters, mm-hmm. people you you think would not. You got to look at. Let me look at our group of friends. Mm-hmm. Probably no business. Hang- people just saw us walking down the street. Yeah. They're like, what, what's happening here? Or or people who are our friends outside of the group, right. they probably don't see why we're friends with each other. Exactly. You know? For sure. But uh, it works. Yeah. You know? Totally. And um, I think that's kind of what sparked it was like this podcast is our vehicle. This is our cop car. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well said. You know? Well said. And, and, and it just works. Yeah. And, you know, we get some yucks. We get some cries. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of action. Yeah, a lot of action guys in the back seat of the car. Oh my gosh, steaming up the windows. I, are you are you talking about uh, Titanic? Is that a buddy cop thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I agree with you. Um, I, I think it's funny, and I think especially when you get a few of these movies in a row, mm-hmm. the rush hours, the lethal weapons, you get to see how those characters start to go a little bit more closer to center with yes. each other. Yeah. You know, oh yes, you're seeing like mannerisms for them both. Yeah, because yeah. like when uh uh. Um, when Murtaugh goes crazy yes. in in three and three, yeah, yeah and they he, fight on know, the boat. Yeah, yeah, they fight on the boat. But, but remember when he's like, when they're like looking for like, where did you get the cop killer? Oh like, yeah, Murtaugh's like going... shaking people yeah, down dude. hard. I forgot about that scene. Yeah, and it's great. Danny it's Glover, great. Danny Glover at his best. You know, I forget how good an actor he can dude, be, man. He's so good. Yeah, he's so good. Uh, but we always forget the scene in Lethal Weapon three where he's talking about making a hamburger. 
Makes sweet, me hungry every time. Sweet meat. Makes me hungry every time. It's like they say, you cut the fat, you cut the flavor. You know, like I, I, I just give me twenty minutes of, of Murtaugh cooking. Yeah, I want, I want that cooking show. Yeah, and he was kind of shaking down that. It felt like he was kind of shaking yeah, down he's that. Like, you owe me that burger. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like, he's like, well, I'm coming back there. Like, it was, I turned it, my head when you had them kids in here. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Eric, Eric's pushing it. Tonight. No, I'm talking about child labor laws. Oh, that's that, what, that's I, what I, I thought too. Yeah, that's, that's where I was going. <laughs> and kids, that's our show, and not the kids in the burger truck. Uh, if you like what we're doing, please hit the subscribe button. Please tell your friends. Give yourself that little that little uh, uh, bell there. Mm-hmm. Get get notifications get when we're it. putting shows out. Um, Eric, do you have any final thoughts for us today? Narp, narp, narp. I. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to make a declaration. I want a final thought on the next show. You've skipped out on me the last six, and I'm keeping a tally. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you a really good one Give me a good final thought. I'm going to give you a good one next time. It doesn't even pertain to the show, but I want one. For sure. I can give you a good one right now. I think sometimes you mix uh, two different personalities. You get uh, oil and water, and other times... You get thunder and lightning. Hey, baby, I like that. Guys, thank you so much for watching, and thank you so much for listening. I have been your host, Roman Chavez. I'm still Eric Riggs. Eric Riggs, (laughs) and he's crazy. (laughs) And we will catch you on the next podcast.